My Path 11 podcast listeners, this is your host, April Hanna, and welcome to the Food for Thought Friday. So in this show, usually what I do is I pick out something that I found to be very interesting personally, and maybe I might use it in my work, and it's something that I want to share with you. And I would love to actually interview this person. Uh, Her name is Gabrielle Bernstein, and I am taking information from her book, The Spirit Junkie, A Radical Road to Self-Love and Miracles. And there's a forward by Marianne Williamson, and she is a student of A Course in Miracles, and this book was given to me by a good friend of mine, Mary, and I'm actually going to have Mary on our show in a couple of episodes that are coming up, and she's just a great soul sister of mine, and she gave this book to me, and she thought that I could use it, and it came in very handy about three years ago, and I've been hooked on Gabrielle's message ever since, and it really launched me into studying a little bit more about A Course in Miracles. Now, I haven't even gone through that whole book. If you are familiar with it, it's huge, Um, but I really like some of the things that are in there, and it makes sense to me. So the food for thought today is going to be about relationships. And if you believe no one is sent by accident to anyone, then I think you're going to find this show interesting. And that's a quote taken from A Course in Miracles. So this is chapter six in her book. Again, the book is called Spirit Junkie by Gabrielle Bernstein. And in this book, she talks about her trials and tribulations with relationships and how her ego would enter into them. And basically how she had to come to a point of surrender when it came to her love relationships in order for them to work. And I'm going to kind of go over a couple of points in Chapter 6 that I just found to be really interesting. She says, A Course in Miracles tells us that all relationships are chosen by our ing. And she refers to ing, I-N-G, basically trying to take the connotation that whatever you want to call it, source, God, um, she's trying not to personalize it, so she calls it the ing. And uh, so she says, A Course in Miracles tells us that all relationships are chosen by our ing for one purpose, to learn to see each other as love. The Course teaches, when you meet anyone, remember it is a holy encounter. As you see him or her, you will see yourself. As you treat him or her, you will treat yourself. As you think of him or her, you will think of yourself. Never forget this, for in him or her you will find yourself or lose yourself. So basically in this chapter, she asks people to be willing to see all relationships that come into your life as assignments. So if you can think about maybe the good relationships, the bad relationships, the challenging ones, the fun ones, the tough ones, if you begin to look at every person that you meet, every person that you have met that has been in your life more as an assignment for you to work on, does that begin to change the way that you look at that relationship? And that's a little bit about what this chapter is about. It really helps her to take a different perception of the relationships and the people that have come into her life and basically look at the best way that she can take an assignment out of this relationship that has come to her. There's another sentence that I'd like to quote from her chapter, and she says, I quickly learned that each relationship we enter into offers us two options, to show up as two separate people looking for completion in one another, or to show up as two whole people coming together to enjoy their wholeness. Now, I didn't know too many people I considered whole, and it became clear to me that I wasn't alone. And she said, if we wait until we're fully healed before we start a relationship, we would put Match.com out of business. Therefore, we have to recognize relationships as assignments that will bring all our neuroses to the table. 
The Course in Miracles positions relationships as one of the most significant opportunities for us to learn and grow. So I really like that because a lot of times people are like, I have to figure myself out. I need to heal myself. I'm not ready for a relationship. But again, if we take a look at relationships being assignments, then why wouldn't we want to open up more to that? and bring those relationships in and begin to work on them. She also talks about how relationships can be a direct reflection of where we're at in life. And it gives us stuff to work on. And it really isn't kind of the happy relationships that have no issues and no problems that help us grow. It's the ones that really test us, push our buttons, give us something challenging to work through. Uh, Maybe somebody's calling us on our stuff and we don't like it, but it's making us take a look at it. So again, I really like that, that there are two ways to come into a relationship, but really, I think if we begin to wait until we feel completely perfect and have no flaws and we're totally ready for that love, I think we might be waiting for a long time. The Course also teaches that there are no chance encounters. And I had to think about that. I mean, there's a part of me that, yeah, I kind of believe that. I mean... Is it really left up to this crazy probability and that there is no such thing as synchronicity and people just randomly pop into our lives? Or is it that every encounter really is a holy encounter like the Course talks about? And that helps me to look at relationships a lot different too. Uh, There's a favorite poem out there or it's a quote where it says, people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And I kind of think of what she's talking about similar to that. You know, some people will come and go. Um, Some people will be here just for a reason. Maybe it's a season, it's a longer period of time. And then we have those people who really remain in our lives forever. And I know that they say all relationships are eternal, so it's not like once a relationship is over, it's definitely over. There's still an energy to it that will always exist. But I like the fact that if we look at people as a reason, a season, or a lifetime, those can all still be assignments. One of the other things that I found pretty significant in this entire book is really how Gabrielle talks a lot about surrendering, basically to the higher power or her ing, I-N-G, and really needing to surrender and allow the Holy Spirit, the source energy, God, to come in and take over. And you'll read throughout this book how many times she needed to drop her ego, move the ego aside, and ask for help. She talks about literally getting down on her knees by her bedside in that state of physical surrender and praying for things that she needed guidance on. She also says that the Course in Miracles teaches that prayer is the medium of miracles. When we pray for our source to help, we welcome a new perception. In our prayer, we release our control and stop trying to manage every detail of our lives. And I think as humans, we try to micromanage everything, right? I mean, have you ever met anyone who doesn't like having control? I think it's one of the things that gets us the most in trouble as humans is that we're always trying to control every situation, every minute, every relationship. We're trying to stop obstacles from happening. I mean, that's what anxiety is about, right? You're just planning for the future and trying to think of every solution for every possible problem. And I really believe, you know, in all the spiritual texts, Prayer is a surrender. It's saying, I need help. I can't do this all on my own. Please let a higher force help me to walk with me, to be by my side, to make miracles happen. And I know that in A Course in Miracles, they say if a miracle isn't happening, then there's something wrong. 
So she talks about in chapter six that it's really the purpose of the chapter is to help you to begin to see your relationships as assignments. And then after each chapter in her book, she will have a little meditation to give you. So I'd like to read for you uh, the small little meditation that she offers at the end of this book. And I just want you to take a moment whether you're driving, if you're in the gym, if you're listening while you're cooking, I just want you to pause for a second. And I want you to think about a relationship maybe that's currently happening in your life right now that might be a little challenging. Uh, It could be with a coworker, a boss, maybe a child, Uh, could be a friend, a lover, a family member, maybe it's a landlord. (laughs) I want you to just pull a relationship up And I want you to hold it there for a second and hold it in your mind. And I'd like you to just take a nice deep breath in and a nice deep breath out. And I want you to identify your most challenging relationship right now that's going on in your life. I'd like you to invite in a higher power, whatever you call it to be, even if you don't believe in one, just just play with it. Why not? You got nothing to lose. So invite in an inner guide or a higher power to remind you that you're not alone. And as you're breathing in, I want you to ask this higher power to help you to see love in this relationship. Help me see love in this relationship. And as you breathe out, the mantra is, I welcome this assignment. Taking another breath in, thank you for helping me change my mind about my wrong perceptions. And breathing out, thank you for reminding me of what is real. I welcome in the holy encounter where I can see this person as my equal, where we are both love. The Course in Miracles also says that there are three levels of teaching in a relationship. The first level is what we think of as a casual encounter, where two strangers are meeting in an elevator or students who happen to walk home from school together. The second level is a more sustained relationship in which, for a time, two people enter into a fairly intense teaching-learning situation and then appear to separate. And then the third level of teaching is a relationship with which, once formed, lasts all their lives. At this level, each person is given a chosen learning partner who presents him with unlimited opportunities for learning. Again, there's that example of a reason, a season, or a lifetime. The other great message of A Course in Miracles always says that we have the choice to choose to see love instead of fear in every situation. And right at the end there where she has that small sentence that I welcome in the holy encounter where I can see this person as my equal, we are both love. That's a pretty powerful thing to meditate on, especially if you're holding a relationship or a person in anger or if you're really pissed off, or if they have done you wrong, and you just feel so right and just can't believe that this person treated you this way or acted this way, but to choose to see love instead of what you're seeing. And that's a big practice in A Course in Miracles. I highly recommend this book. Uh, I'm trying to get a hold of her publisher and uh, would love to try to get her on the Path 11 podcast and do an interview. She has a lot of different books that are out there now. Uh, The most recent one is The Universe Has Your Back. I'm still in the middle of reading that. That's on my nightstand, and maybe I might pull that out if I find something interesting in it. But 
I tend to use this relationship as an assignment or every relationship coming into your life, looking at it as a holy encounter, really in a day-to-day basis in my own life. I try to share this message with my clients if they're struggling with uh, their family relationships, their love relationships, their relationships with their kids. If we just looked at what the assignment might be for us and we said, okay, it showed up. Now, how am I going to work this assignment out? What do I need to do to complete it? How am I going to show up to this relationship? How am I going to show up to this assignment to be fully present, learn as much as I can out of it? And then if it's meant to be a reason or a season, you'll let it go. You don't have to hold on to every single relationship just because it shows you an assignment or that there's a reason or a lesson in it. But I hope that helps, and I hope that you will... Take this to heart and play with this message a little bit. Notice everyone that comes into your life, even me, because you're listening to this podcast, and I know that we have great dedicated listeners, that you and I even have a holy encounter and an assignment and a relationship here that we're trying to work out. So I hope I'm delivering some great material to you guys, and if you are familiar with this work, hopefully it's just a great reminder Uh, to let you take a look at the relationships in your life as assignments and holy encounters. I hope you're all having a great day. That's it for Food for Thought Friday. Take care. Signing off.